Time to spice things up. This is curries and coconuts. Hello everyone, welcome back to episode 12 of Curries and Coconuts. I'm Anushka. I'm Pavitra. And today we have a super exciting episode for you guys. We're going to just be talking about what we've been up to over the past couple weeks. Um, we're going to talk about our opinions on Never Have I Ever. So this is a little late because it's been out for a while. But, but there's season two coming. Oh yeah, true. Uh, this is probably in... How do I say this? In advance of the, <laughs> of the second season, I yeah. guess. Uh, we're going to be talking about our opinions on the first one. And then, you know, some other stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, I definitely know that I've kind of, like, we've been MIA. Yeah. For a little while. And that is mostly because of me. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I had a lot of projects and stuff like that going on. So, we're, after this, going to be covering some, like, slightly i guess deeper content um we've shared our opinions on a lot of things like accents and hair and stuff like that but i think after this it's going to be much more of um you know like research-based pieces on uh social culture and changes between like indian americans and like india and just uh a bridge between i guess the research and how we feel opinion wise that being said there's still gonna be some times where we keep it a little bit more light where we talk about you know tv shows that we found and just our take on current experiences um and tv shows that have to do with like indian um, representation and yeah like I don't know what you've been up to this week. Well, I do, but you can fill us all in. But I also watched a street food documentary on Netflix about Indian street food. And it inspired me to make some aloo tiki chaat slash the, uh, vadapav. So I handmade everything. Um, and, and I know you liked it, but I made like chutneys and everything from the very, very scratch. And I was... Uh, yeah, it was just a lot of fun to kind of see how important slash crucial street food is to Indian culture because obviously when we go to India, we love to get chaat and we love to, you know, have a jalebi or rabdi or just we love North and South Indian food One all the time. One of our favorite things about visiting is the food. Like yeah. we love it um, in terms of like visiting family and stuff like that, but we love also to eat food. Yeah, we have restaurants like wherever we uh, go. We're like, we, this city, it's these spots. This yeah, city, it's these spots. Exactly. We have to make sure to hit it. <laughs> yeah, and it's also, there's something so authentic about street food stands, right? Mm-hmm. So there's... For example, a place in Mumbai that has, like, iconic sandwiches. Like, Mumbai is known for these types of sandwiches. But there's one spot that we always hit every single time we're in Mumbai. And, you know, it's just that kind of thing of you can't emulate those flavors unless you've tasted it once. And I know that we've definitely emulated it in a lot of ways uh, here at home. But, um, you know, just just learning a little bit more about street food and why it's so important was a huge highlight of my week. And I'm also going to try and start cooking a little bit more Indian food than what I do um, because of that. Because, you know, I just want to tap in a little bit more 
to that part because for me indian food and for you as well but indian food is very important for me to connect with my culture no i totally get it Hmm. yeah what i was just gonna say especially because like my language speaking skills aren't as great all the time so if i can connect through food as well i think it's really important um it it just helps it just helps me like know that i'm still connected no i i totally get what you're saying though because i feel like like people that are related to us are impressed by one of two things our ability to speak the language or the way that like we make the food yeah and i am very much so the first and not the second Mm -hmm. you're very much so focused on the second like she has always brought like you have always brought flavor yeah to the different things that we do in the house because mom is the main cook in the house Mm -hmm. and like she makes a lot of variety of things too but you have kind of like gone outside of um the area that we're most accustomed to to like try and try different cuisines and all of that stuff as Mm -hmm. you get accumulated so like and i think that you do that same thing with indian food too like it's not like you make exactly what we already know but you'll try something else that like we've eaten like aloo tiki and then make it more your own so like you'll start from scratch and i you know i really like your food (laughs) um so i think that it's really cool but I didn't know that that was your inspiration. Like, I had just thought that you had seen that it was interesting. But I do, I feel very similarly about um, street food in India. I feel like it it and the restaurants are, like, a very significant part of the experience. Yeah. Um, like, obviously, visiting family and some of the tourist attractions and stuff like that. I think that that changed my perspective, too, because I'd never seen it in the eyes of somebody who visits and kind of gets to see, like you know, the beauty of the Taj Mahal or um, Mahabalipuram. Uh, so I, I think it's a, it's a really important part of the experience that kind of shows, like, all of the different aspects of the culture. So but, yeah. will you learn? Um, so <laughs> mom, dad, if you're I watching. said that it was important to know about the aspects of the culture. I yeah, feel yeah, like yeah. I do experience that by eating the food. Oh, please. <laughs> um... I don't know. I know the basics. I don't, like, know all of this other stuff. I would be happy to help you. However, I don't think I'm going to be the culinary expert that you are anytime soon. You know, mom was apparently talking to Pati today, and apparently she said, Pavita helps so nicely when Anushka's cooking. And I was like, excuse me? I think she says that because what she feels say? like she needs to say that. What did she say? <laughs> I was like, um, okay, sure. <laughs> all right i I literally had that reaction i was so shocked i was like "Uh uh-huh does she help me next time i'll send her into the kitchen when you're like making something and tell her to do the exact same thing we'll see how much help she gives i'm I'm kidding i'm kidding you're very why are you roasting me so much when she was the one who said it (laughs) you're very helpful um i mean yeah i I feel like some of the time, though, I just try to be around Yeah. when you're cooking. Yeah, I like company. So at least that's like, yeah, she gets bored. I get bored and also, like, I just like having people around. So I always ask someone to at least hang out with me for a yeah. little. Yeah, it's very strange because, like, when I'm trying to focus on something, I'm very much so the opposite. So mm-hmm. I won't be able to focus unless I'm alone. Yeah, whereas when I work, I like to have noise around and, like, do things. Yeah, it's very, very different. But that was definitely one of the highlights of my weekend (laughs) was to get to eat it. Yes. (laughs) Um, 
I don't know. Aside from that, though, I know that we've been watching a couple of different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have been watching some anime. Yep, I'm back uh, on that anime binge. <laughs> and I've been watching uh, two different shows. So I was kind of like very bored of what I'd been watching. Like I said, I'd been watching um, Are You the One, which is this like really interesting-ish uh, MTV <laughs> a uh, reality show about like these people who get stuck in on well, not stuck in a house together but they're like in a house together and they have to find their perfect match and if they do they get a million dollars all together but it is like random chance so like they only in very very specific con- situations will they confirm whether or not somebody's your perfect match um but now I like I said I've been watching uh Jane the Virgin and Never Have I Ever mm-hmm. uh and for the most part i like never have i ever i like like i feel like the way high school dramas in general are structured is really really whimsical yeah um and also for whatever reason the production value always seems quite nice i have to admit though i'm very impressed that they casted an actual teenager in the role as davy usually you know they'll put like a 20 year old and like a in, in like a 16 or yeah a 16 year old role and she's like 17 or 18 right, right now um so i'm very impressed about that yeah uh maybe right. she's 19 i don't know like no, her think, exact I age i think but. i looked it up and she was like 17 um but anyway uh i've been watching a decent amount of that i watched it like two more times after oh. the original time that i watched it well i was really bored <laughs> because i was doing that project and like, yeah I just, at some points in time, wanted to stop and watch something for, like, five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was what I would do. And then Jane the Virgin, I like it. It's, like, a cute show. I, I feel like, like, I always thought that they brought the idea... Well, as somebody who doesn't fully know what a telenovela is, but has, like, seen some of it, I thought they brought the idea of a telenovela yeah. to it. Um, but then I was thinking about it the other day, and we both watched Ugly Betty. Mm-hmm. And that one did too, but they just didn't talk about it like that. Yeah, that and I... Oh, no. Ugly Betty was pretty popular. It was popular, but I don't think that, like, they ever said it was, like, a... Yeah. They never, like, explicitly stated it, right? Right. So, but, yeah, I I get that vibe, too. Now that you you say it. I don't think... Yeah, I think it was a telenovela, but it just never was explicitly... Oh, dang it. I also watched that movie, Desperados. One of my favorite things of, like, any type of movie where people know each other. So, like, one of my favorite things about Superstore 2 is that America Ferreira, like, still has some of the people that she was with everybody, like, in the show. I think it's so dang cute that they, like, retain their friendships. It's adorable. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But anyway, (laughs) I got sidetracked. But, yes. In terms of Desperados. (laughs) Well, no. Um... I feel like that might be fun to talk about at some other point in time because I really wanted to talk about Never Have I Ever. Right. And I know you had some really strong opinions about <laughs> it too. Um, so I will actually let you go first because I feel like you have a very structured opinion of how it is that you feel about it. And I am usually the one who analyzes things. Yeah. But like in this case, I think you've thought about it more um in a more organized way. So, first off, I will say I gave her the recommendation to watch Never Have I Ever. Gonna put that out there because she always tells me I never give her okay. good no, Netflix no, 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 recommendations. No, no. Look, look, look. So, sometimes she recommends things that are too serious to me. However, any recommendation that you have made 
that I watched for more than a couple of episodes, I genuinely liked. Except Emily in Paris. That was one Which, episode. And okay. It, it was it was good production value. I just did not like the plot, the, the I, main character. I agree with you as well on that one. But uh, it, it was my go-to study to have some noise on the side. Which makes sense, right? <laughs> I used to watch that dating show because it was a little bit trashy on the side. True. Okay. So with regards to Never Have I Ever, though, um, it came out, out when I was when did it come out like 2019 or something yeah 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 so it came out like around that time and coming straight out of uh high school was very intriguing to me to kind of see a show about an indian girl in high school going through experiences because i was like oh i should be able to relate right uh regardless of the fact um this is like a south indian girl who is going through what was it sophomore year i think of high school yeah and i was like you know what freshman in college kind of like similar vibes uh you know trying to figure vibing yeah we're vibing (laughs) together like we're trying to figure out the same same type of thing and my initial thing into the show and i remember texting you after i finished the first episode was just anger yeah (laughs) at a couple things so first off I don't understand the trope that I've seen in a lot of Indian um, representation, like shows of the U.S., where it can't be like a super happy family. There always needs to be some part that's dysfunctional, which I think in general does occur. And I think that occurs in every single family. Um, Not every single family, but like, you know what I mean? Just like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but that trope is kind of kind of initially irritated me then seeing davy being very obsessed about losing her v card and um just like thinking that that would make her cool in high school and how she was like obsessing over um one of the male leads uh paxton like yeah we all have crushes and stuff but you know we don't think that it it felt like we as indian people were very like over like focused on or how do i say this like very focused on the dating aspect of high school because like our parents always told us no you can't like date or you can't do this and like right and i think for her it was like much more of just whatever seemed like you were supposed to do so that you could be popular yeah so like even when there were mentions of, like, drugs or alcohol, you could see the character get, like, super excited about mm-hmm. it. Um, and I feel like there's... Well, firstly, I actually wanted to comment on what you said of, like, the whole, you know, shy, uh, not popular... Yeah. And not seen as, like, attractive, like, the whole UN thing. Mm-hmm. Like, um, that stereotype which i i do agree we've seen a lot this is one of the things that i actually really like about cc in new girl Mm -hmm. like because i don't think that she gets too much exposure as a character but that was the first time that i'd ever seen like uh indian character on tv that was not only like grown and i still feel like the teenage phase they say that they're awkward but yeah for her they were saying like she was modeling at that point in time Mm mm-hmm um but like she was the first one that i'd seen that was like oh she was attractive like there were a lot of people who were interested in going out with her and she wasn't really giving them that kind of attention but she also wasn't like the whole 
studious academic blah 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 type and i'm not saying that that's not a bad thing or that that is not common i'm just saying everybody doesn't have to fit the stereotype yes of course right because like i know even you and myself cared a lot about like and you still do still care do. a lot about like academics and stuff like that and that's not a bad thing it's just that nobody has to fit a form yes um but with the character and the way that she was like obsessed about drugs and alcohol and sex mm-hmm. um and like how those were related to popularity it very much so seemed like because she was sheltered the depiction was that she was gonna go like off the rails mm-hmm. when she did get that exposure and i don't think that all of the kids really are that way like yeah. you know i i didn't have that experience mm-hmm um i didn't, you didn't have that experience right and i know some people who did too but that's not everybody nor yeah. is it i feel like it's not really a majority of people either like obviously people will explore certain things if they so desire to but um and i think it's fair to like want to devise a kind of problematic main character but i also think that the goal of the show from what i heard from like mindy kaling and every everything when i was like initially preparing to watch it was that it was supposed to be a really um it was supposed to be the cultural representation that indians generally didn't get in tv shows Mm -hmm. and as an indian watching the tv show it's not that i didn't like it but it's that i still couldn't relate to it right and i don't think that like a lot of people um have the I don't know how to, like, phrase this appropriately, but, like, we all go through things in our lives as, as we grow as people. However, if if this entire thing was supposed to be made to generalize to the Indian teen population or female teen population as, you know, the main character was supposed to be, like, I'm just your normal desi girl, like, yada, yada, yada. Like, I, I couldn't relate to it, and I was kind of disappointed at that fact i'm not saying it's a bad tv show the production is great and everything but it's just not what i expected out of it yeah so i think that this is kind of where our opinions differ oh just a little bit so some of the aspects of it i think i did relate to and then there were other aspects which i definitely did not so Mm -hmm. like obviously i highlighted the thing about um you know the obsession with drugs and alcohol and sex like that is not something that just because um, our parents had certain principles, I decided to, like, rebel against. Yeah. Um, and be super obsessed with or anything. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, there's, like, a couple of other things as well that I think are problematic. But uh, when it comes to certain things, like, you know, not dating boys in high school and stuff like that, um, I had some, like, similar experiences with that. And I don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing, you know, to want your kids to focus on their education. Yeah. Um, so I'm not saying that that's the wrong perspective to have. But and I don't think that that's necessarily like an Indian thing either. I think that's generally a parental thing that some pe- some parents like push and some parents don't like to generalize it to just being Indian is also like. Yeah, no, I think that it's it's a much larger group of people. And I think that there's a decent amount that 
I feel like that it's more common just in general amongst people who are like academically focused. So mm-hmm. I not know a lot of people who are not Indian mm-hmm. who they have similar perspectives as well. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but I think the whole thing with and I guess that there's like a decent amount more that I have some problems with as well. Like I related to the focus on academics. Um, I kind of, I related a lot to the whole thing of people not necessarily seeing you as attractive. Yeah, Um, same. And I feel like part of the reason for that was, was like a absence of diversity thing. Mm -hmm. So for me, a lot of perspective changed when I went to college. Like I didn't feel, um, unattractive anymore. And I, and I don't think that that's fully associated with change in appearance. It was that there were so many different types of people. Right. And people had so many different types of tastes mm-hmm. that, like, I guess you suddenly recognize and step out of the shoes of, oh, dang, I guess that I'm not attracted to anyone. And I don't know if maybe that's going to be part of her process because of the multiple love interests yeah. that she has in the story. But... um. Also, like, the whole definition of cool, I think you realize as you get... And I'm not even trying to sound say this to sound like, you know, somebody's mom. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there are multiple ways that people generally Perceive. come off as cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Some um, people found me really, like, academically cool in, in, like, middle school and high school. And then some people thought I was, like, a straight-up just, like, nerd, lame person. And I was like, well... I'm smart, so <laughs> and I don't also, know what to tell you. You have a fashion rep? N- yeah, but not fashion in middle cred? school. Not in middle school. No, I know. I'm just saying, like, there's there's different things. And then, you know, your group of people could consider you cool. Or they could consider you not cool. So um, I feel like a decent amount of that changed. I also do want to say, I feel like, like I'm slipping off a little bit, but mm-hmm. I do agree that, like, sometimes you can have strict parents. Like, in certain ways, I think our parents are strict as well. But, like, the whole way that they portray her mom is not just, like, strict about things, but kind of mean. Yeah. Um, like, in an untangible way. And also a way that, like, makes it seem offensive. Like, I know I've had certain teachers during my high school uh, experience kind of assume that I was super focused on getting an A because my parents cared about it a lot. And I was like, I mean, they do, but I care about it a lot, mm-hmm. too. Like, if I... I'm supposed to get points back on an exam. I should be getting those points back on an exam. It's not because I'm trying to impress them. Yeah. Um, and in this story, anyways, like, it shows her as being really hard up, but also pretty much, like, putting unnecessary uh, meanness on Davy, the main character's friends. Yeah. And on um, Paxton, which mm-hmm. is, like, the popular guy that Davy has a crush on. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a lot of that is like, oh, yeah, Indian parents, you know, they pretty much don't really care about, like, societal expectations of people, blah, 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 blah. Um, and they're going to be rude to people unnecessarily, like, right. especially people who are lower than their age. And our parents have never interacted with anybody, even if they didn't like them in that way. Our parents, like fed people really nice food when they came over yeah they treated friends like friends yeah so i i agree i think that it it was a bad representation of like oh you can only be friends yeah like or i feel like the depiction that kind of was also shown was like why don't you have more desi friends in a way like oh um 
these friends are not necessarily of the same like race i'm going to not be as nice like i'm not i'm sure that that wasn't like exactly what was the message but it kind of seemed like they were like oh this is a bad influence because yeah no and i i feel like that might be the case too i guess what i'm trying to get at is that for the mom character like yeah. for the most part you saw her being non-understanding or mean and like there would be moments where you could see that she really cared as a mother mm -hmm. but there were no redeeming qualities really for like her as herself like i think the only point that they almost touched on it was um the experience that she had with um the dad where you know what i'm talking about like with the whole the motorcycle with with the well okay spoiler for anybody who hasn't seen it um like the whole thing that alludes alluded to a miscarriage uh and then she was like really sad sitting on the bed and they took a ride in the motorcycle yeah yeah um so I feel like that kind of like worked to make her human and then there was another part at the end which kind of worked to do that but I don't think that they fully made up for the character's flaws in a way that you saw her as like a human with good qualities it just made her seem like a human so yeah. and I'm sure that there are like nobody is just terrible altogether mm -hmm. you know so it was unfortunate to see it that way not like fully see her perspective of things and make people like our parents look like that's the type of people that they are yeah like the more you think about the show i think the more problematic it kind of gets if that makes any sense at least for for me yeah um but for a very it did have good depictions i'm not gonna say that it didn't like festivals and stuff and like how huge indian celebrations can get and um arranged marriage is a staple in our culture but a lot of uh kids are very thrown off about it because you know as we discussed like some people feel more comfortable with it and some people don't and that's fine mm -hmm. um but it does have good depictions of like this Certain is things. this is some of the things that indians do another thing was like no family dinners so they, they like always had to come down for family dinners or something and i feel like that was cute. It, it was cute, but also in most houses, I feel like it's pretty chill. I know that some houses do say, like, oh, you have to be there for family dinner. But some also are just like, come hang out. It's okay. But if you have stuff to do. Yeah, I actually fine. didn't mind that. I liked that enforced connection. Yeah. Um, But I will say, like, I generally speaking thought there were, like, good things to the show. Obviously, there are always, like, things that don't hit the mark, too. Mm -hmm. So there were things that I, w I will continue to criticize. But I think the real thing here is, like, whenever you have a single show that's trying to represent such a large group of people, like, it's never fully going to hit the mark. And there yeah. are certain, um, you know, groups where that... Well, I don't even know if there are certain groups, but there's obviously, like, a majority where that is not a problem for them because there are so many different depictions mm -hmm. like you know you have shows like well i guess new girl is a little bit more diverse but you have shows like new girl and then shows like friends and uh you know how i met your mother blah 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 and there's like a ton of them you mean him yim him yim yes him -yim. <laughs> but like for cases like this where it's just one show to represent a group of people i think the representation is really really important you're never going to, like, fully hit the experience. Like, maybe the people who are pulling the show together, that was their experience. But 
over time hopefully as you get more more shows hopefully Hopefully. as you get more like it you won't need to fully agree with the representation of one show because there will be multiple ones that kind of give a fuller perspective yeah for sure and i think the goal of these at this point is to like try and show the experience but at some point i think it'll be more of like families where there's a bunch of different types of people and you don't Mm -hmm. Like, and, modern family. Right. And, like, you don't need to... Well, I think that there's still some more diversity that's needed there, but, like... Yeah, but also, like, the inclusivity of different types of families. It's a but very... that for, like, Indian. I'm gonna I'm gonna be a little ironic. It's a very modern show. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't intend for it to be, like, cheesy, though. I'm just, like, it genuinely is, like, a, a relatively modern show. But, yeah. um... Yeah, so I feel like that is the case there. And, like, as time goes by and you get to shows where, like, it's not just trying to represent a group of people, but also just, like, talk about life in general. In a way, you'll actually get more representation because you're not trying to say, like, this is the type of life people live. You'll just mm-hmm. be, like, seeing it play out rather yeah. than making a point. Like, But oh, I think for now, making the point is important. I agree. I think that soon when there are more tight more versions right more different storylines this is maybe one person's storyline but like when we get more and more and more it'll kind of paint a picture of like everyone's family is different but there is tradition that remains the same because you can like tie the connections yeah i agree yeah oh and one one big thing that i related to about the show is like the whole disconnection from culture so when i was in like middle school and high school I kind of related to the the thing of like oh I feel like my culture isn't cool and in college did a very significant opposite shift yeah like a 180 of trying to recognize and understand and we talked at the beginning about like tourism and you know the food in India and like the um historic sites and well I guess language but that was one that we always did at home I wasn't like trying to leave that behind but um and like the clothing and stuff like that like exploring it that i i did an opposite 180 of like everybody seems to be so proud of their culture why was i like so weirded out by mine and obviously you have experiences as a kid that tell you like oh that clothing is weird when you wear it or you're so brave to be wearing your culture's clothing wow um i feel so bad because i used to always wear um indian clothes for school picture day but then that just suddenly like stopped when i got older and i think i know why it stopped but i i I wish i could go back and like own it i think it's partially because you see people and people kind of tell you that that's also not normal yeah and as a kid like who is trying to seem normal that's all you do right is you want to like try and fit in Mm -hmm. so i mean there's a lot of reasons to it like even people calling your food like oh that smells weird or it looks different so um i mean we can talk about that more in another point in time because that's like a whole other discussion that we've kind of touched on with the whole curries and coconuts thing but um anyways uh i will probably still continue every once in a while to binge watch the show i'm not gonna lie (laughs) uh like i said i've been watching a little bit more of um jane the virgin still finishing out queen's gambit and I think what I'm going to do for this week, since I have a little bit more relaxed time, is there's this book called The 100-Year Marathon, which is basically about, like, um, China's supposed plan to, like, become the world superpower rather than the United States. Um, so it's, like, an interesting kind of political piece from somebody that used to be, I believe, a White House advisor. 
However, that could be slightly wrong. But anybody, anyway, somebody who played like a significant role in the government and Chinese relations. Very interesting. Yeah, so that's what I think I'm going to do. What are you going to do? Watch more of your anime? <laughs> anime and work, work. Because I don't have downtime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Um, and what is the anime about? Um, I think it's Kono Oto something it's called like the sounds of life or some or something along those lines and okay wait wait there's two there's two so the first one is kono oto something because i can't remember the last word <laughs> sounds of life um and that one's basically like chihayafru which is a about a club um about cards and like competitive atmospheres but this is for koto which is japanese traditional music um so that's very interesting to me um, because obviously each culture has its own traditional music. And then the other one is Hori Mia, which is a cute romance slice of life anime that I absolutely love. And it's super cute and it just makes you want to be like, oh, this is adorable when you watch it. So. What do you mean like a romance slice of life? So it like depicts their every like they met in a very weird way, but then they already knew each other. So then it's like it depicts like their everyday life and how they have different personalities when they're like alone with their families versus when they're outside mm-hmm. and they carry themselves differently. Um, so it's like um, True Beauty. I know a lot of people are obsessed with that right now. Uh, how she puts on a face of makeup uh, to go outside and she's always called like a super beautiful girl but then when she comes back home and she takes it off she's like a huge comic book nerd um because she felt like she had to put up two different fronts very similar storylines except it happens for both the female and male leads um and then they understand each other and they get more comfortable in being themselves so it's, it's very cute i feel like usually slice of life is not my thing but i think that that one seems interesting like i feel like it goes to a greater purpose because there are some slice of life that are straight up like people just going doing lives and yes. i'm like i'm bored like i understand that sometimes i watch vlogs but except tanaka-kun oh was that a slice of life that was a slice of life see i like some of them there was this one that i watched and this girl was like at a restaurant thinking and eating um i believe cake it was that's, very boring that sounds boring yeah that was what the first one that i saw that was labeled a slice of life so you can see why i have the impressions i do mm. um but yeah no that sounds interesting at least mm. i might check that out also uh once again i recommend watching chloe we finished it it was very Woo! very 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 cute um thank you again for the recommendation you're welcome anyways um we are back at it so <laughs> we'll see you guys next week bye um i think that she forgot to say <laughs> oh yeah okay <laughs> uh if you uh liked the podcast give us a follow on spotify or apple podcasts now i can say it yeah bye bye <laughs>